Welcome to episode number six, Never Give Up. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right. Welcome to the Rotated Views Podcast. This is episode six, Never Give Up. I am here with the full crew, Goose, Heck, Manny, and Gabe. And like I said, today's topic is uh, Never Give Up. And how I like to kick off uh, our segments is with a story. And I actually have a special story for uh, this episode. It is of our good family friend, Will Rodriguez. Will Will. Shout out to Will. He is um, a long, long family friend from uh, I don't I I believe I was in single digits when we first all met all together at a uh, local church of where we live. Um, So very near and dear to our heart. I love this man. His story is very interesting. This guy is also an IT guy. Not sure why I I know so many IT guys, but um, he he has an awesome story where he actually at the whole time he's been following his passion. And actually landed a fantastic job uh, doing what he loved. But he wanted to continue um, his education and attain uh, a bachelor's degree. And uh, his story is pretty good. So I asked him what story he wanted me to tell about never giving up. And that was actually the the first thing he said. Well, I asked him, I said, well, you never gave up on your bachelor's degree. And this is what he texted me back. Uh, Getting my bachelor's degree after being told I would have to start all over my previous two associate's degrees were not transferable. I mean, starting with placement exams and six years later, with one semester off, I finally finished while working a full-time job. And he's also married with two kids. All right, so first of all, he, there, there's another portion to the story. But just to stop right there, so you go two associate's degrees, right, that are non-transferable to you know, to add towards, you know, the application of getting a bachelor's degree, basically starting all over in a six-year process, because uh, he had a full-time job, so I'm, I'm sure he, he did this part-time. The level of mental toughness, well, first of all, never giving up is all about, is a mentality, right? Um, him never giving up on that dream. And he says, he says later on in text, you know, I did it for my family, I did it for myself. And I think it was what he was trying to say in that he he had something to prove to himself. It wasn't for anybody. It wasn't for the world. It wasn't for... He wanted to prove it to himself. Clearly, this dude went for an associate's degree, two of them. It didn't transfer because he knew he... At the end of the day, he he knew his overall goal was to maintain or to attain a bachelor's degree. So he still went after it. When someone has that level of energy or ambition towards a specific goal... There's, that's just an unstoppable force. You can't do nothing but pour love on that, right? Yep. It's like you can't, as Jay-Z said, don't knock the hustle. Or you can't knock the hustle. Something like that. My Jay-Z fans are probably... Can't knock the hustle. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's heck. That's heck. Uh, just the the just the thought. And the, what's crazy about Will is that we kind of... We, not to say that we went through it with him, but we did in a very distant way. So we knew, you know, I was always texting him semesters, you know, I got X, Y, and Z semesters to go. And 
it was like, wow, you were, when he did it, you were, it was like, you felt like you did it with him, yeah. right? I mean, cause you're emotionally invested too. And you have a friend or, or, you know, a family member that's going through something, you know, they want it so bad, especially that bad. And when they finally do it, it's like, it's almost like if you accomplished it, you're like, so you're like genuinely happy for, it. I remember when I found out I got like goosebumps, you got like a frog in your throat. You're like, dude, you like you did it. Right. Yep. He went on to say the second part of that. So he still was maintaining his goals or outside of just school. He had a dream car that he wanted. Right. So he goes, number two is buying my dream car. I know it's just metal with wheels, but it's been my childhood dream to own one. Waited 13 years to get one. And then he jokes and says, I hope that's good enough for at least two minutes of material. But, uh, <laughs> but dude, it's, it's, he's very, um, he's humble in his ways, but you guys can describe better the type of vehicle that this man purchased. Oh, it's a, he has a Porsche 911 Turbo, the 9, 997, which all you car heads, you should know what that is. If you, uh, beast, you know, this thing's no joke. Yeah. This um, thing is gorgeous. Yeah. And it is up there with like the, like the supercars. So he, he sent me these two text messages. I'm like, dude, that story, man, you're talking about someone. That's within a year. He accomplished both of those things. So he got his bachelor's degree. Think about that. And his childhood dream car. And it all accumulated. And you know what I love about this story is if someone from the outside were to just see that and you're like, this guy, what's he doing? He did everything within a year, man. But they're not seeing, um, and I say this time and time again, and I'll continue to say this, all the hard work and effort, 13 years of dream and saving for a yeah. car, and six plus years of trying to attain a degree. Um, he also said to prove that the degree was for himself. He didn't get a, you know, like a financial increase or anything like that. Mm. There was no like pay raise. He was because a lot of people just get degrees to get a higher pay or something. Like that. He literally was doing this for himself. Um, obviously, he's gained uh, valuable knowledge from the you know through the process or whatever. But yeah. plus, yeah. like all the sacrifice he had to go through in the meanwhile, like like you said, had two kids, was married. So you're 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 working a full time job. You're going to school full time, right. and you have like little ones running around. I mean, yeah. just one of those things alone is like a handful. He he was trying to juggle all three of them, and uh, and his wife attaining her bachelor's, and she's going to school as well. There are little like he he tells me there was like little sacrifices they had to do, take a couple steps back to make to make some uh, some things work. And now this guy's like he's living his dream, like on like the goals that he set for his personal self. It wasn't even like to prove anything to anyone. It's just. Look what I got. Look what it's just his own like. And if you guys know this guy, he's not flashy at all. So no, he still has the same sneakers since 1998. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Nike Shocks. If anyone knows the about Nike round, Shocks, the first, the shocks first one. The yeah. All the shocks are blown. His little tiny uh, champion shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so, very very humble guy. Nah, we love you, Will. So that being said, I'll just put this out there. Was there something? On the reverse end, because it's, it's, it's also nice to hear, you know, like that great, you know, inspiring story. But let's flip it around. Was there something that you guys uh, gave up on and uh, wish that you hadn't or I don't even if you care if you hadn't, just that something that you gave up on and there's like a lesson that, you know, tailed off from that? Yeah, I'm going to say I um, kind of mad at myself that I, uh, I started to lo- I, I like cooking as a younger kid. I was, I see this picture clear as day, like it's, like it was yesterday. I was in second grade and I went to the book fair and I saw this book on cooking and I was like, oh, I like this. I had like, you know, it was very um, 
it was more of a picture book, but it had like you know all the ingredients and stuff right. to make different. I don't know. Like, did I, it I come with an apron? Desserts. Uh, it did not come with apron, which made me a little upset because I love aprons. <laughs> um, oh. And uh, he has the one with like the six pack already airbrushed <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I bought this book, and I thought that I was gonna become like this big time cook, and you know I'll make different things. I I I made um. I got an apple, cut the center out, put the peanut butter in, and I sliced it up, and I served it to myself. I was like, I showed my mom. My mom's all proud and happy. I mean, you know, that I made young Emerald. a little little dessert there. <laughs> so I would carry this book with me, and one day the boys at, wor- at school made fun of me because I had this cookbook. <laughs> so basically yeah. I was like this little, you know, softy, I guess. I don't know. Like they were just like <laughs> looking at me. What are you doing with this cookbook? So I kind of got angry at myself and put the book off to the side and just never really mess right. with it. Yeah. But when I would get home, I would secretly look at it and and, and, and <laughs> look at all the stuff that I wanted to yeah, do. And you had like a desire yeah, for this yeah. thing. But like the boys had an like appetite the, for it. Like the kids, the kids at school would just... <laughs> and that just stayed in my head that they were like clowning me the entire time. And so now it's like... I go out and I cook. My wife go off to work and I'll just start making, you know, main meal, the rice, beans, uh, Hispanic people, you know, rice and beans as a main, um, chicken <laughs> yeah. and uh, adobo, uh, definitely adobo. So last week, my wife goes, uh, let's make homemade pizzas. And I was right. like, all right, cool. So in the back of my head, I always wanted to do what the pizza shop guys do. Like, you know how they, they get the yeah, pizza yeah. and they the stretch it and oh. toss it. Yeah. Definitely got caught on video. My wife is recording me as I'm flipping this <laughs> dough around. <laughs> I turn around like, what are you doing? Nice. But, uh, yeah, anyway. So, I, you need the dough? Like, yes. Need it? I, that is awesome. Yeah. I did put you, it on bowls, let it sit out. Did you like throw it up? Fluff. And, wow. and yeah, that's up? actually impressive. It was, uh, For being a pizza guy, I, I never did that, actually. It's actually pretty funny. You know, I had flour all over my hands and stuff. So I, I wanted to be messy like them because, you know, their hands are always white because of the flour. Right. So I wanted to be messy. and I put flour, like, all over the place. So um so anyway, needless to say is that I do it now, and I enjoy cooking for my family. And summertime, I'm always out cooking on the grill. So, so if any you guys are around. So you, you just wanted to by. be a chef or like a legit chef? Or is it something that you just kind of wanted no, to like not, sharpen? I Sharpen it. I didn't want to be a chef, like a legit chef. Uh, I, I just enjoyed cooking. I like tasting. Like I like to have flavor in my food. I just like to put the I like flavor into like, it. I like putting garlic powder on my fruit. Well, no, that's... You know, my fruit loops. <laughs> <laughs> is that not what you're talking about? No, no, no. Syrup on your... Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios <laughs> for extra honey. Oh, wow. Right. That <laughs> is some old school that's, stuff right there. Yeah, yeah we definitely, definitely yep. did that. So, no, that's when we didn't have the, okay, right. so mommy, we didn't have the Honey Nut Cheerios. Cheerios. So we bought the regular plain yellow box Cheerios and we put syrup on it to give that, oh, that honey, extra. Yeah. And then so uh, same thing with like cornflakes. Cornflakes, toss a little bit of sugar. Yeah, we sprinkle some sugar on the top. Yep. It was rice fru- frosty flakes. No. That was our level of breakfast. <laughs> the dentist loved us. <laughs> so that's that's my story when it comes to something I wish I kind of stayed I, with. I, I can actually, I can, I can relate to that. I think I think there's a weird thing about cooking. It's um, it's very peaceful for me, and I I'm the same way. I like trying new seasonings, um, you know, following uh, a you know, play by play recipe is not my thing. I kind of like figuring it that's, out myself my and like really yeah. tasting it for myself. Yeah. I, I, I'm stuff. a, I have to have the kitchen to myself. I don't really cook that much when I do. I have like no one has to be around. No one can like disturb me so or whatever. So you're shy about it. Well, I just want it because I like 
I'm cooking, cleaning, doing all this stuff for grilled at cheese. the same time, <laughs> and I still burn the toast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So yeah, a cooking. I think I think a lot of people can relate to the cooking thing. I mean, it's it's not. We all have to eat, so I mean, it's, it is it is kind of cool. I I agree with you. Maybe we'll take some cooking classes or something. I think we um, should. Yeah, record that. I don't like to. Uh, definitely, my main thing is I don't like to follow the ingredients. I like to throw in my own amount and my own different seasonings. A little extra for good luck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know about good luck, but yeah, um, I just like to. Do you make a sound when you splash seasoning on there? No. Like, bam. <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoa. No. no you just no. like impress yourself. <laughs> When he takes that first, <laughs> when he takes that first spoonful, oh my! Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so cool. So uh, I know Manny. We, we, you know, I know probably doesn't have anything to do with cooking. But what's your, you know, what's your story? Um. Uh, well, the story is a time and gave up. Um. This is this kind of treads back a little bit. Uh. Ten. How old am I now? We're gonna go. How about twelve years? Jesus. Senior in high school in a football game. Most people can you know relate and go back to those days. Uh, but I was in. Yeah, it. I was in the stands cheering. Yeah, you you were. Um, and I kind of wish that day I was in the stands with you. Uh, we were playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were playing kind of a, a powerhouse um, in our area at that time. Uh, and you know everybody has an opponent. You know, playing football, you have to block a certain person on each play. This is American football. Yes, American football, not soccer. Um, so anyway, long story short, we're uh, we're playing them, and it comes about the second quarter, and I just can't beat this guy. I can't beat okay, this. Okay, so hold guy. on. What, what position are you playing? I'm playing center. Okay. And uh, it, my responsibility was the middle linebacker. This guy literally beat. He was about six two two twenty. Big guy, and I'm not. I'm you know kind of slighter frame um, back then, not now. But so I'm I'm chasing him for two quarters, and I look and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like I'm I'm getting killed right now. And the second quarter, he literally starts calling plays, and I'm like, he's calling. They're going to the left, and in my mind, I'm like, we're going to the left. And I'm like, he's <laughs> he's and, in your head. Yeah, he's in my head, and, yeah. and I'm like, and I'm and I'm going to the huddle. I'm like, is somebody looking at the play? Like, who's looking at what direction we're going? Because he called out the play, no lie, every single down, and I just got beat to a pulp. He beat me. He was bigger and stronger, and he beat me to a pulp. <laughs> And about the middle of the third quarter, it was it was out of hand. They blew us out. The middle of the third quarter, I just literally gave up for the first time. I gave up. I li- I put my hand up and I acted like my I hurt my shoulder and I came over with a dead shoulder. <laughs> oh, they, you know what they call that? Oh, That's that? called the loser's limp. Yeah, literally, there's it a term for that. You're you're absolutely right. And I was I was beat mentally and I I literally gave up. Wow. And I gave and I had never done that before. I you know super competitive on the on the field as long as you know as long as there's time I'm playing. Right. For the first time I got beat. I remember going to the locker room and thinking to myself, like, I was empty. Right, As right. a 17 year old kid, I was empty. You're drained. Yeah. And, and not even that's like drained. an emotional thing, too. It is because just... I let everybody and other guys were fighting, and I'm sitting there on, and I have to fake it. One, I'm f- literally faking my injury. <laughs> like, does it hurt here? I'm like, oh, no, not there. Uh, she's on my bicep, the it's trainer at the time. And I'm like, yeah, no, right there. I'm lying, blatantly lying. Yeah. And I remember after the game, I've, I felt like I let everybody down, and that was the emptiness kind of. Yeah. I felt. And from that day forward, in job interviews, in whatever I do, you know, where's a time where you felt you had to, you know, uh, I guess, come back from adversity. Right. And I use that example every time. You know, I can now look at that and kind of internalize that and say, 
you know, I'll never let anybody else down. Like that's a motivator for me. I finally realized that that's a motivator for me not to give up is to is to let my teammates down. Right. Um, And I was able to learn that, unfortunately, by giving up and and quitting uh, in a a game. So um, but fortunately, it was at the the tender age of 17. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I would hate to learn this as a 25 year old guy trying to get a job and we're like, yeah, no, I'm just going to quit because it got a little hard. So. At that age um, is very confusing anyway. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was a silver lining. I learned kind of a lifelong lesson. You know, don't give up because it didn't feel good. And I never wanted to have that feeling again. What was it that you don't want to... What's the bad taste that's in your mouth that you don't want again? Obviously, is it is it because you're saying it's that emptiness or that you let other people I, down? I let other, I let other people down. Of it yeah, all? no, yeah. it was a letting other people down. We weren't going to win. But there were other people still fighting. You wanted still, them yeah, to you know gave, you were yeah. still fighting. Right? You like, gave I, up on them. That, so. that was, they were better than me. Well, never at least you realized it. Yeah, no, at that Something time. And it, it had to happen. Like, I had to actually physically see it happening. Like, they're out there still playing, and I'm faking an injury. And that hurt me. <laughs> like, and that hurt me. And at one point, I wasn't going to be like, oh, coach, it's a miracle. So I had to own it at that point. So I owned it. It was a whole quarter where I had to watch. And I was like, oh, man. That's wild, because you're able to see the actual, like... You're actually able to see your mistake, like take place and unfold literally right uh, in front of you. you. Yeah, and right? the, the other guys were getting whooped on just as bad, and their the body language was horrible. And but they fought and they played each play. They continued to play. They continued to play. And I sat down on the sidelines like a cheerleader, and it, oh, yeah. it still bothers me right now. I'm angry at myself still to this day. Now was that like in the beginning of the season, middle of the season? Was well, I was in the beginning of the season. That was like the first. All right, so or you were able to at least come back. Oh and yeah, bounce yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. I was because you said you were a senior. Yeah, I was a senior. Yeah, because that's hard. Well, imagine if that was your last game. Yeah, no. Oh, right. Well, you and you know that, that actually gave me. Uh, it, it gave me kind of a purpose. Like you can never do that again. This is only going to be happen eight more games. I'm yeah. only ever going to play. Especially eight in high school, games. it's a very short season. Absolutely. So. Um, you know, I was able to turn that into a positive and kind of uh, have a different mindset from from there on forward. Wow, that that's awesome. I'm I'm very happy that you learned something from that. I, I learned something from that. But yeah, that is painful at the same time. It is ridiculous when you actually reflect and look back at something. As our in our last episode, we talked a little bit about uh, reflection, but you know, re- recalling these events that we learned our biggest lessons from. It's when you actually, you've experienced, so you, you have all these emotions coming back to you and flooding your, you know, your soul or your system mm-hmm. and you go back and it's like, you have that bad taste in your mouth. That is just almost like enough reminder of, you know, that pain, that sting, like touching, you know, the oven when it's, or yeah. the stove when it's mm-hmm. hot. You don't want that, that pain, you know, you don't want that, you know, that feeling ever again. Speaking of, you know, giving up and st- on ourselves or stuff that we did that we kind of wish what do you do let's just say this you're put in this specific situation you your kid is asking you your child is asking you um, they want to play a specific sport or it's an instrument dance softball baseball soccer football whatever it is whatever the activity is they want to do it they and they're asking you they want to do it so you sign them up two weeks later uh, they're already done with it. They don't, and it's not because they're not good. It's not because no other reason, but literally because they say I don't like it. And there's about a month or two left of the season. Well, you have the whole season in front of you, right? You only they've only been playing for two weeks. What do you say to that child, knowing your life experience about giving up and and quitting on yourself, and and actually, actually, I guess it's more of a thing of potential and whatever. 
You de- no, you have to. F- you at at the bare minimum, at the bare minimum, you have to finish the season, whether you like it or not. You f- you finish the season, uh, or whatever uh, that time frame is. You finish. So you'll force them to finish the season out, even Abs- if they don't like it. Uh, it's it's not yeah. the fact that they don't like it. It's the fact that you started something and you got to finish it. Once yeah. it's gotcha. once you quit, it becomes easier, right? I mean, right. Yeah. Once you're you quit once, and, and depending how old they don't are, do it with everything else. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Right. So you kind of want to set this. In my opinion, you have to want to uh, kind of set the the standard early that if you start it, you got to finish it. Yeah. I think it's so, a, a cause and effect thing too. You gave them you gave them the um, I guess the liberty of choosing something. Sure. And listen, yeah. you chose this. Right. So now you got to pay for, you know, the decision that you made. It's kind Absolutely. of like a light a light example yeah. of, you know, real life in general, which is a nice way, you know, uh, I mean, w- a lesson that they can apply for the rest of their lives. Yeah. So my, my kids, they're involved in multiple things. Uh, my youngest, Lainey. Not my youngest. My one of my my second oldest. Kid, he has so many. I have too many. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I have so way too many kids. Second I can't oldest. Keep track I'm confused. Let me know who's, got, who's the youngest or who's the oldest. Anywho, my one daughter, she um she has gymnastics, she has dance, and now she has softball, t-ball. Rather, she calls it softball. She thinks she's a big girl, t-ball. And it's not that she's okay, trying. How to, old? How old is Lainey? She, Lainey is five years old. It's not the same for the audience. Yeah, she's five years old. So it's not like she's she has to choose one or the other because she has gymnastics on a Tuesday and a lot of her softball games are on a Tuesday. So we try to alternate it to pick and you know what I mean? So that she's really not it just so happened that T ball her games are on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And it just so happens that her gymnastics are Tuesdays, dance or tumbling, I believe it is. Dance, tumbling is on Thursdays. So not that we're like, we're not forcing her to pick, but we're trying to balance it out so that every other day, every other week, she goes to one and not the other just to, I guess, try to, yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is manage it. That's what we're trying to do. So, I mean, my kids actually never quit anything. My oldest has been playing softball for the past four, five years, I guess. And I'm actually proud of her because she's never once said, hey, I want to, give it up i want to keep, not once has she ever given up there i think the only, i mean she's played soccer and like manny was saying she finished out the season and that was it and she says no more soccer for me yeah but she finished out the season so i don't know you know what the what it is like to have a kid say hey i don't want to finish this or i don't know it's, yeah i think i think it's interesting too you kind of have to explain to i mean whatever age level they are the the commitment that is involved with getting started with an activity whether it is you know playing an instrument or singing lessons, piano lessons, uh, soft or sport, um, there's also a, a financial commitment that the Absolutely. you know the parent is making for the most part anyway. That I, I I'm not sure when that actually gets talked about. Uh, what age? It's definitely something that has to be said. I, I feel like they need if they want to quit, um, they need to understand the full impact or responsibility that comes with making a decision now i'm not saying you pouncing on your your five-year-old about <laughs> giving up on life and you know um this is how losers, i've been there i've done that created. So, yeah, you <laughs> have, jim you have a two-year-old i've been there at five like having grown man conversations so they might happen so yeah. future reference yes watch out because i've i've been there unfortunately for him and me because after i'm done I'm like me he's five man you walk away like ah, what the hell just happened <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I mean, I I would t- I totally agree. Um, you have to finish the season out. I mean, uh, unless you're injured or there's enough. Like I said, it's the only reason is because they don't like it. That's the only reason. It's not because they're hurt. It's not because I feel like there's so many lessons that even if you're just showing up every single day, because we all can relate to it. Being an adult, there's a bunch of stuff that we don't like that we have to do as being a responsible uh, citizen of our beautiful country as as a responsible parent, a responsible spouse, a responsible caregiver, whatever it is, employee, we, there's a bunch of stuff that we don't necessarily like, but it's, it's in a, it's a great lesson that, um, I think, I think it's, it's taught at a, at a very early age. Something like that is a very simple way to say, when you make a commitment to something, you can't quit. Yeah, no, finish it out at least. Yeah, yeah, no, that happened to uh, my daughter, Ava. She, um, she played like at a very young age. We were giving her options on all kinds of sports to like just to introduce her to see if she liked it or not. Right. It was dance, basketball, t-ball. So it came to basketball time, and um, she wanted to play. She was excited. She was all about it. She was her first practice and realized it's co-ed. So it's like she's mm. five years old. She's a little dainty girl. Yeah. And you got these like super hyper boys, which right. five year old boys, they're boys. So she was all cool about it. She played whatever. Then it came to like their first like actual game. So she's coming around. They're just obviously learning how to like dribble the ball and coordinate running and dribbling. And right. they're not like, so there's always that like five year old that's like six feet tall boy. It's yeah. like relentless. And he was kind of like rough on her. And he didn't, he couldn't, like to him, I guess, the difference between a boy and a girl, there was none, I guess, wasn't introduced him to yet. So that kind of pushed her away. Like, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to play. But we like, kind of were like, that's just that one kid on that one specific team. They're not all going to be like that. So we actually, the final week, she practiced. She kind of was like still discouraged. And I think she had like four, like three games after that. She finished it off, but never again. She wanted to play basketball ever again. I don't know if she scarred from it or not, just because like, because <laughs> it was like a co-ed kind of thing. Maybe if it was like more of just all girls or whatever, she right. probably would have understood it and liked it. But just because of that, like her experiencing and getting roughed up, she kind of almost quit. But we kind of pushed her, pushed her to it. Like you said, it was us trying to introduce her to a sport. See I think I think you have to as well. I think it's the same thing with food and for a person to say they don't like something that they've never ever tried or whether it's, you know, like a sport or activity or whatever, is you have to try it. You can't just not like it. You know, one thing is just not trying it and not saying anything about it. One Another thing is just saying you don't like it. You didn't even try, yeah. you know. I, I think it's interesting. Goose talks about, you know, she, she, Ava hasn't played again, right? She's scarred. Yeah, she never played again. So think about it in the reverse side. You, you allow her to give up and it's just like, oh. I can do this all the time. Like, think about the lesson or the habit that you created um, by looking at it, you know, the opposite direction. You, you know, thank God you made her finish. She never went back. But what if you quit and she's like, oh, now this is easy to quit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So we, that's Yeah. I mean, we grow just, even just as people. That's a good point because we grow as people through experiences. Right. If they didn't expose her to that level, you know, of, of you know, that experience, she wouldn't have that this necessarily awareness that she that's not her thing and it might that might have just been you know her calling was never to play basketball it just so happened that that those stars aligned up perfect that it was some big you know kid who's just kind of being rough because that wasn't really her thing but i think she gathered and gained so much more out of just that one little incident oh yeah absolutely you know she has parents that are willing to introduce her to new things to you know you know expand her mind be more well-rounded 
a little bit more cultured. And this goes beyond sports, obviously. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that's awesome. With that being said, we'll go to the uh, what would you do segment. So here it is. Someone you know and care about comes to you about their goals. They talk about it a lot and dream build regularly. What if one day they come to you and tell you they're quitting on this dream? What's your reaction and what do you say to them? Do you tell them to quit or not? So this kind of goes along with, um, you know, what we tell, you know, the segment about being a father or, you know, a parent and doing, you know, what we would say to a kid. Do we do the same thing with a dear friend who's constantly talking about something and uh, just wants to give up on it? Because this is different. It's not the same. Signing your kid up for an activity is totally different than your grown adult friend telling you they actually want to do something and then they plan on giving up. I mean, what do you say to them? To me, it's like, um, I would say then... And it is someone you care about. It's not like just yeah, like, right, you know, this yeah, guy's whatever, right. this guy, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would ask them the question, is, is, is this really your dream? Is this something that you're passionate about? Because most people, um, you know, talking about Will, you know, referencing back to the story, he did it because he wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, people don't give up. Uh, when they really want something, so absolutely. Uh, depending on the reasoning, I'd ask the question like, "Did you really want it?" You know, Jim, in in your pursuit of writing the book and um, you know creating this podcast and having your spoken word album, I'm sure there were a lot of hurdles there. I'm sure you had trials and tribulations that nobody knows about, or um, you know whether to be financially, emotionally, or whatever the case was. Big time. Um, you wanted it, so you finished it. So, yeah. I mean, there's so many experiences uh, and, and situations where people have completed it because they wanted it. So my first question would be, did you really want it? Because if you're quitting, to me, it sounds like, you know, it sounds good, yeah. but you weren't And it also depends on, like, it. what the reasoning is on giving the, up. There's right. The right, 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 absolutely. I'm not telling you go to financial ruin because you're chasing this, you know, crazy yeah. dream. It has to be within reason. Absolutely. Um, but... You know that would be my my knee jerk reaction. That would be the question that would come out of my mouth. I also I also think it's important to bring up to this person like the little people's. Maybe it's their you know children or um, younger siblings. People that actually admire and look up to this person. They're watching. Yeah. Yep. Um, what example are you leaving uh, when you quit on your goals? Especially when it's something that you talk about a lot, and then people are like, "Wow, all these yeah. years this guy wanted to be." you know, whatever, a writer or whatever it is, and he just gave up on it. So then in their mind, it makes it okay to even have a lifelong dream and give up. Yeah, and it also depends on what it is. Like if they're just on a weird example, their their goal is to like build a big house by scratch and halfway in the framing process or they, they stop and just walk away and leave the house half done. Wow. Like everyone outside looking in, we're like they can visually see what just happened. Wow, that is a mind-blowing so, example right yeah, there. It just depends on what the their goals are. Yeah, because when it's that, that's a perfect example of you know the people in your life. Yeah, that that you who are your support group. That's basically what you leave them with. Yeah, like if that's a perfect example, it's like I'm building a house, and that's you know, this house can be anything. This house can be I want to graduate college. This house can be whatever, whatever you're building, and you leave it halfway, 
And the people around you just take, you know what's crazy about that? No one's ever going to believe that person ever again. Anytime they yeah, say something. Your, your credibility is oh, going shot. down. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's shot, but it's down a no, lot. No, you're down. Yeah, you're always yeah. in the back of everybody's mind. It's going to be a like, quitter. Hey, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, is he going to do it? Yeah. won't ask him to help out. At the he same time, you. you drive by that house, it's half done, and it's just a scar. Oh, like, that is yeah. brutal. Yeah. Do you invest in that person ever again? No, that, it's, I mean, it's your relationship with that person changed too. I gotta say, if you hear someone constantly talking, you still will. gotta be supportive on them. Absolutely, back them up. You can't just but throw them off. But yeah, there yeah. are things that do change. No, it definitely changed. Yeah. There's no way you can't. You definitely looking at that person different. That's not a, you know. I think that's just a natural human reaction to something like that. Of course, that's not saying you're abandoning this person or that. No, you just, just say, you, you just don't have them, the same just, confidence in them that you yeah. had from before. You know, they, yeah, and I getting... also think it is our job if we're, you know, a loving, caring friend to continue to push them, continue. And then I say this all the time. You can't go unsolicited. Me and Gabe yeah. talk about this all the time. You have to yourself then be the example. Okay, well, I remember, you know, the time Manny can talk about his his football example and then that feeling that he got, that bad taste in his mouth. So you have you can then be, you know, become the example of what happens when you quit? What happens when you then you talk about the people that are watching? You talk about that unfinished business, or you know, people driving by that house. Man, that is a beautiful example. That is painful, bro. Imagine that if people could actually see your goals, yo. Because if, if imagine if they're like weekend warriors, this is crazy. So with that example, imagine every time you talk to somebody about their goal, that's like you going over over their house on the weekends and helping them put up the walls. Yeah. And you're helping them build and you're helping them go to, you know, to the, you know, department stores or uh, like a Home Depot or a Lowe's yeah. to grab these materials. They're borrowing your truck and then you're, they're helping you and they're investing. So they have a, that is the same example. They have a vested interest in you achieving this. Yeah. All the discussions you guys sat back and you guys looked at this half finished product and saying, you know, one day it's going to be, you know, the house of my dreams. And then you walk away from that. Yeah, that is crazy. crazy. That is a crazy, crazy. Yeah, that example is mine. I've never even heard of that. And I'll say, it actually, kind of harkens back to like the story we had last week with the two guys who had the dream job and uh, all that stuff, and they were given the opportunity to do it, and one just didn't do it, and the other one actually pursued it and actually, actually, con- you know, continued it and actually co- accomplished the goal. And you know, it, it's it's setting your mind on something and actually, you know, and. If you want to accomplish something too, and even if you get like, you know, disheartened, I guess, in the process of it, that, you know, encouragement does help along with that, I yeah. guess, you know, and goal setting and stuff like all the stuff we talked about before, at least, you know, you're doing something because if you have this big lofty goals and all you have is a lofty goal, you don't have anything in between. Of course, it's very easy to be disheartened and then you want to give up because you feel like your goal is too far away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I... I- <laughs> I'm seriously like mind blown right now. Yeah, it is one of those. I don't even know what the heck, what, what that's even called. But Gabe's right. I mean, there is this element of encouragement. But you know what's crazy? What if you almost feel like I don't think he's gonna or he, he or she's gonna actually reach it? Where's that discussion happen as well? Where you're like, dude, you're going after an impossible thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a, it almost just goes there. I, but again, I think it still goes no, back to the unsolicited yeah, thing yeah. where you just have to be like, dude, listen, if you know, unless they're asking, yeah. but then people will say, it's like, yeah, but if you love them, if, if that's like, you should be, you should still be able to have that conversation. Yeah. That person also, it also depends on the person. That person should also be able to t- handle or take 
uh, I guess, like constructive criticism. Um, because it, it's difficult to have a, a, a very strong relationship if you can't hear tough stuff from your boy. Yeah. And exactly. If you're That's actually true. going to them and saying, and, and opening your heart saying like, I, you know, I feel like I'm giving up. It's different than you just, you know, you as the outside person just straight up saying, you need, to, you need to, <laughs> you need to give up essentially, which yeah. is let no, it go. Odd sort of thing to do. But if they're actually straight up telling you and obviously it's being detrimental to their well-being or mental well-being or whatever it is. It's it's that's different than you know them just telling them to give up for because of whatever the goal might be. Yeah, I think as a friend, I think it's just our job to clarify why they started and remind them why they started. And if they are going to go through with this decision, go through the consequences with them. Yeah. Walk them yep. through or try to walk through it together. Kind of go over and like, all right, dude. Okay, so if you quit. What's the worst that's going to happen? If you maintain on track of continue to pursue this thing, um, what's the worst that can happen? And then what's the best thing that can happen? Um, And like Manny said, I don't know if it's Manny or Goose. Obviously, this is um, situational. Obviously, if you're dumping, if this person's like, you know, leaking money where it's like, uh, you know, you have to put a stop to certain things, obviously. But if it's something that it's just a mental block, I think we that's definitely a discussion that has to happen. That person that has to a heart to heart, knee to kneecap conversation has to happen. Um, you have to both just break it down, and then not be so judgmental on their actual decision. How hard that is, but as long as you know you help walk through the decision making, you right. can't really be mad because otherwise you're just you know that's not the best form of a friend you could, you know, you can be. Because at the, at the same time, we've all dreamt up stuff that never happened. We just gave up on whatever it is. And there's nothing worse than just having another person constantly reminding you of this, like, painful thing. You know, yeah, but remember when you gave up, you know, on X, Y, and Z? Like, jeez, dude. <laughs> never Are you my enemy or my friend, you know? Yeah. Friend or foe here. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think it is. I think, I guess, the biggest thing... And I will harp on this because I think it's very important when it comes to tough, there's uh, something called tough conversations. You have to tell, you have to walk through it because other people are also looking at you, the supportive friend, and what kind of friend you are. What kind of value are you bringing to this relationship? Yo, you let your boy give up on his dream? And you're like, no, 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 it's not me letting up. First of all, we're all grown adults. Everyone's going to make their own decisions. But we did sit down, have a one-to-one. We discussed this. We talked about this. We walked through it. And this is just something that the weight's off my shoulders, and it should be off of his now because, or hers, whatever. But it was discussed. We talked about it. And it actually, it is painful because if you're a true friend, you would talk about it. Because if you go back to the example Mikey gave or Goose gave, you you have a vested interest. You helped build this house. You can't also just walk away from it. Yeah. Maybe it's like, dude, I'll help you on the weekends. Maybe I'll come after work now to speed up the process to help build this house. Then you have to, you know, where's your value into this? Because sometimes, you know, it's hard to see someone. Dude, it's actually a super painful thing for me to see someone just give up on something that at one point you remember those early conversations and they were so excited and energetic about. It's almost like looking at a little kid and watching all their excitement, you know, their zest for life. And you see him, you know, as an adult. And it's like, some of that is just like, it's tainted. It went away. Yeah. Sometimes they don't have that little sparkle in their eye. That is like, 
that's brutal for me because I'm a dream builder. I like dreaming. I like thinking big. I like encouraging. I like motivating. So when I see that, I see that sometimes I don't say nothing because it's none of my business or was never asked about it. But that is like one of those things where I like I have like put my head down and sometimes you got like a frog in my throat because it's, it's a painful thing to see. It's brutal. And when you give up on stuff, like I said, it affects the people around you in ways that you probably won't even realize. Um, it all, then it goes back to like, dude, I, you know, you're giving up on your own stuff. Who's to say you're not going to give up on me? Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, how can, you know, it goes to a trust thing. It goes to, dude, it goes through levels. It is deep. deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is super deep. What about like, I don't know. I I looked at it differently. Like, why, why are you giving, like, why do people give up? Like, why do you, I went, went back to the root. Like, you go back to the why. Why do people give up? Like, to me, and I kind of touched on it a little bit, is like, you weren't passionate about it yet. I mean, we've, you know, we've tried some, you know, things some business ventures um that were introduced to us and they just didn't work out now i look back at that and say i'm glad i gave up on those things like is it okay you know i I don't want people to be like chasing something because they said they were going to do it just for the sake of getting it done you know what i mean don't get don't get caught up in that either you know i don't think that that's healthy completing something that had no relevance no meaning you just did it because you said you were going to do it and you know you have nothing really to show for than to say you did it yeah i also think when certain ventures are really um an opportunity to earn an income that doesn't necessarily mean that that was like your lifelong dream right um there's a difference though when because when you when you stop doing them you have it's almost like a calculated thing like yeah i want to go full-fledged but the main really the main reason is you know to pull out uh like an income or, or, or milk it for something. It's like a means to an end. Yeah. But then like if you have like a childhood dream that you give up on, that's I think that's when it's deeper. So I totally agree with yeah, there's certain stuff you have to, you know, yeah. just move Sometimes on. Sometimes you make yourself So my right, my right. childhood my like many young boys, my childhood dream was to go play in the majors, right? Mm-hmm. Like at some point I was like, That's not gonna happen. Yeah. And you know, I technically I gave up. So I don't know, I I, I don't I don't want people to walk away or after done listening and feel like, yeah, no, I'm not allowed to give up. I mean, I don't know. Well, it, I think, you know, I, you, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I would say, well, did you give up or you just like realized the reality and, uh, of yeah, it? Yeah, and you moved yeah. on to something else. Like, sure, I mean, you it said was. You played up to your senior year. It wasn't like you stopped playing yeah, yeah, yeah. in eighth grade or ninth grade. You know what I mean? Um, you, it, you there's, de- off. there's definitely some, uh, there was a reality check. Yeah, you, yeah, uh, yeah. you see people who are going to Division One colleges and Jim, you know, Jim and I played a team that was number three in the country. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, those are, those are grown men. There's no yeah. doubt about it. And I was like, that's pretty. Sure. Know, there was it was definitely a a, a, a kind of a waking. Uh, I, th- I think there's like a constructive way of letting something go. Mm-hmm. I, there's a weird part of actually giving up, kind of like the example of your kid not liking it, or your friend just being tired of it, and just he's not getting he or she's not getting the results that they want, and having a constructive way of leaving something and letting it go. Whereas if someone had told me this, it was it came to like physical ability. Like, I just don't have the athleticism to the caliber that the NFL or the NBA or the MLB needs. So there's just to a point where I have to come to that realization. That doesn't mean I can't be a coach. That doesn't mean I can't be, you know, like a, you know, like an athletic trainer. So I can still be involved Mm -hmm. in this, uh, you know, sport or this business. It's just not, it may not be to, um, excuse me, the heights 
right. I guess, that you wanted it to be. And it actually can turn out even better. Right. I still believe that it, it, it's a, things happen for a reason. But going back to that letting it go, did you, you know, was that a consultation you had with yourself? Did you talk about it? And you're like, you got to get around. A, that's why you need a good group of people around you. And like, guys, look, this is where I'm at with it. And it's beyond sports. What do you guys think? You know, having that, you know, those discussions, those masterminds with people so you can make a very well-informed uh, decision where it's not really just quitting. You're like, dude, this is constructive. Like, I have to just let this go. It's, it's not going to happen. But going back to what you had originally said, why do people quit? Mm-hmm. It's The answer is in that question, why. Their why, it wasn't strong enough. It never was. When your why is big enough, you understand literally why you're doing something. It's for financial freedom. It's for, uh, uh, you know, to, to, you know, have, I have no idea to attain, you know, massive, you know, income amounts on, on a monthly basis or to achieve this unheard of, you know, uh, trophy, the Nobel prize, whatever your why is when that's so strong the how doesn't matter. Mm. So when you're going through those little obstacles, it don't matter. You'll find a way. Right. And it might not be. See, the problem is that where the frustration comes is is when life doesn't pan out how we want it to pan out. And then we get frustrated with that. And then in turn, we're like, oh, what's not working out? It's not working out the way we thought it was going to work out. And it never does. So that's it's kind of like an ironic way to look at like how most people, how everyday people, how we look at you know stuff we have a way that it's going to happen perfect example is someone who's really not have the the natural athletic abilities gives up on let's just say let's just sports is such an easy thing to use let's just say it's baseball or basketball they give up on the actual making the team or being in the nba but they don't give up being a part of that business so maybe they become a uh, uh like a recruiter what's that called like an agent like a sports mm-hmm, agent mm-hmm. Or um or a commentator yeah. or something where they're still in because they're wise like why did you want to be involved in basketball why did you want because da, 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 da. it wasn't necessarily when it when you break it down it really wasn't necessarily just to be an NBA actual NBA player it's because you love the sport so much you just wanted to be a part of it right. at, in some form and I just think it just boils down to the why when your why is that big that is such a satisfied it, it didn't pan out exactly how you thought it was mm-hmm. going to but you reached it you're right. still there right. And yeah. I, was, I was actually thinking that sometimes there are like, I mean, it's weird to say like a commitment for like a season because it kind of like you get into something to kind of try it out, like kind of like earlier, like you want to try baseball or something like that. And it kind of gives you uh, an idea of what you actually do like. And it kind of, like you said, it steers you in a different direction and you kind of, you may not be involved in what you initially thought you were like, but it kind of steers you in a different direction where you're still a part of something that you really do enjoy, but it's not quite the same, but it's still an, on, on somewhat on the same level, but just a slightly different aspect of it. I, I totally agree with that because what if like in the beginning stages of when you first start something, it's just something that's uncomfortable. Tiger Woods change, changed his swing, like the motion of his swing, yeah. numerous yeah. times after he's won like the most prestige awards in you know, uh, tournaments and afterwards and then changed his swing. And it's goofy. And it's and it's and I, and I had a uh, like a golf instructor one time show me a different way to swing and you know have the grip on my it was so uncomfortable for the first two days yeah. after the third day it was extremely comfortable it was fine I was you know hitting the ball straighter and far, further but in the beginning it was uncomfortable it was kind of like that against the grain kind of thing we talk about the, you guys are IT guys we talk about this all the time when you get a new device. Mm. 
even though you know it's going to be different, the first week or two, you're almost frustrated with the thing. You kind of want to chuck it across the room because it's it, there's buttons are different places. Or for the most, if you go from let's just say like a different uh, brand, like if you go from a, you know like an Apple product to you know like an Android or something, when you do that transition, it's still a phone, right? You still have the same thing, but the way it all operates is totally different. And so, but after a while, you get used to it and you could almost, you know, use your phone with your eyes closed after a while. And they're just touch screens. Yeah, exactly. Because even now, because I've been more of like, always been more of like the Android. Somebody, hand me, somebody hands me their, their iPhone. It's like, it's always yeah, weird. It's, it's, it's it, it always different. functions similarly, but it's like, yeah, it's a learning curve and, you know, getting used to something different. And, but like I said, like it's within that too, once you actually do get used to it, then you find, oh, you actually may like there's something better. Right. As opposed to sticking with what you know and what you're comfortable with is kind of getting out of your comfort zone and right. finding something similar but different. But that goes back to what you were saying before, going through, you have to give stuff time, right? You yeah. have to let them unfold. But going back to um, uh, never giving up, I want to wrap this, uh, this podcast up with two quotes um, that if you're in that, I guess, segment of life right now where you're thinking about giving something up, I'm going to leave you with these two quotes. Maybe that'll change your mind, maybe not, but it'll actually help you uh, make a more informed and better decision. So the first one's by Marta. Never give up and be confident in what you do. There may be tough times, but the difficulties which you face will make you more determined to achieve your objectives and to win against all odds. And then the last one is by Lori Nataro. It says, if you really believe in what you're doing, work hard, take nothing personally, and if someone blocks one route, find another, never give up. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. I like that Yeah, that one's, one's dope. dope. That's a good one to let your mind saturate in. So that wraps up this episode of The Rotated Views. This is episode six, Never Give Up. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.